All right, podcasters, welcome back to another episode of Improper Mimi, where we talk about things that empower women at home, work, and play. And um, I'm sitting up in here in the salon and just happen to have my microphone with me. <laughs> Funny how that works out. But, you know, we are chatting in the salon, and I'm here with a power couple of sisters, you know, Obioma and her sister Alicia. So, Obi, why don't you tell the people, you know, a little bit about yourself? Hello, people. Uh, Obioma. Obioma. Not Obama. Uh, I'm an IT professional and entrepreneur. I have a woman's organization, Watch Her Win, and a consultant uh, company, OBR Consultants. Uh, I'm dope. I'm a great mom. I'm a wonderful sister. And the best auntie ever. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Hey, y'all. It's Alicia. I am your favorite stylist. Favorite stylist. I consider myself a mompreneur. I'm just here trying to find the balance between being a great mom and a super entrepreneur and keeping you ladies looking beautiful and feeling good. So, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. All right, ladies. What she said, hey. <laughs> As you know, we usually talk about, you know, empowering women at home, work, and play, and Today we're just chopping it up in the salon, having a little salon chat, talking about a little bit of hip hop, talking about relationships, talking about, you know, who, dating this summer. Yes. Who, dating this summer. Yes. Yes, we had a little, you know, debate. Is it going to be a hot girl summer or a warm girl summer? Because, you know. Or um, a little bit of both. Or a little bit of both. I can, I can definitely get down with the hybrid, you know, a little bit of virtual in person and what you know what does a hot girl summer imply right does it imply that <laughs> we gotta be out there to working on everything i don't think so uh-huh. what i think for me it means <laughs> is you know i'm going out on dates having different glasses of wine or some bourbon maybe smoking some cigars with different mm, guys you sound like a girl that i want to take <laughs> out <laughs> about doing what you want to do like having no obligations and having fun i think it's important for women to date for sport like Ooh. as a woman you think like oh i want to be spoiled or i want this in a relationship i want that in a relationship and you get it and you're like oh no that might not be it so i think it's important to date one i think we don't get told enough that we need to date multiple people at a time to see what we really like right and and, so and multiple the, and disclaimer, people yeah multiple people does not mean Sex. that i am sexing multiple people that's not what that means so that's, that's not good. what that means so i think that that you know we have to clarify that also yeah or I, kissing multiple people especially not no more and it's this. COVID, so <laughs> you might even be masking up and you know <laughs> six feet across the table different but masks i just for definitely think that women especially young women and single women like you should it's, it's a healthy part it's a healthy way to get to know yourself it is mm-hmm. sure it is. i love dating by the way <laughs> are you a serial dater i am question <laughs> for the serial dater and i love to date uh-huh. and you know 
it doesn't always lead to anything <laughs> serious, but I can have some good experience or not good experience and laugh and be like, hey, what's going on with Hey, you got stories today. <laughs> but serious question, have you ever been hat-fished? <laughs> I have. I have been hat-fished. I oh, went gosh. on a date years ago with a bus driver. And... Uh, <laughs> He was on my route when I lived over by Fordham. And he always wore his hat. Always wore his hat. We went on a date and he took his hat over and oh my God, he had the biggest head in the world. It was like the Martian and I just was like, oh. And I never went out with him again. I could not see myself oh. staring at that head. Listen. Sorry, Mr. Bus Driver. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mr. Bus Driver. It was, the, it was actually a 55 at the time. <laughs> but listen. The, 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 the point of the story is <laughs> every human being is superficial, right? There will be some men that don't like me because I am not skinny. Okay, girl. Country girl. Oh, no. That, that, that's what they usually call me. Country fed girl. Thick thighs and all that. I was like, yeah, I'm a little country. Smaller than the waist, thick the thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Nice yeah. on our eyes. Mm-hmm. Y'all look out. So yes, hatfish is a is a real thing, a ladies. Thing. So what? So what are we gonna call it when we meet a dude with a mask on, and then he takes off his mask and Oof. like, and what if something? I is think like, there's gonna be a lot of that this summer. Yeah, because dudes be trying to holler at me, and I'd be like, bro, what if I got like eight big teeth under this mask? And I'm hoping know. that I'm hoping that everyone has taken notice of their hygiene like their dental oh, hygiene Lord, with yes. the mask on because you know some people have really stink breath <laughs> <laughs> and if your breath did not burn your nose hairs off or did or excuse me did <laughs> don't come talking to me no went out with mr rain you said hot girl summer we wasn't talking about breath. That don't mean burn my eyebrows off, okay? Believe <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think, I think that this summer, ladies, if you are single, if you are newly divorced, separated, take time and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Because you have, I'm pretty sure this this year, uh, there's a reason why you figured <laughs> out you couldn't be with that person anymore and if if you figured it out now it's time for you to figure out yourself you don't have mm. to rush into anything yes have a lukewarm warm hot girl <laughs> summer um, you know and 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 just go ahead and date go out go yeah. out you know and, and and have different conversations it's there's nothing wrong with it Mm-hmm. And men, stop shaming us because we talk about hot girl summers, okay? Stop it. <laughs> stop the bullshit. You're just mad because it doesn't apply to you. Ain't no shame in my game. It's on and popping. <laughs> so you see me in these streets? And, and even, you know, those women in relationships and married can have a hot girl summer too. It just has a different definition for them. Define a hot girl summer for, for people in relationships. Yes, yes. yes. Let's so talk about let's that. Talk let's about talk about a hot girl summer for relationships. Different wigs. Different wigs, yes. Or mm. di- I mean, you still are going out, enjoying concerts or, you know, picnics or food or restaurants with your girls, you know, mm-hmm. having fun. You know, dancing, you know, six feet apart. <laughs> six feet, 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 feet. And, you know, feet. then you go home to your boo. 
You know? You know? Or you might even take him with you and be like, yo, babe, let's go on a trip. Let's, you know, go out, have a drink. That's, a, that's actually, like, I think that's a really good concept. Mm-hmm. Like, having a hot mm-hmm. couple summer. Like, yeah. you know, maybe stepping out of the box a little bit. You might not dress super sexy when you're with your man, but, like, do it this summer. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> spice it up. Yeah. Let, 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 let him know, listen, I got it, boo. Right, mm-hmm. but he could be there too. So. And you know, you he you, could show you all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you and your man, you looking good, and you walking past a Caribbean man. That Caribbean man is gonna look at your man and say respect. Yeah. respect. That means that means he got a good looking yep. woman walking by his respect. side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Respect. Do you, do you think guys right. can handle that? How do you think? Yeah, they, they. I mean, they're good with it. I mean, like you say, when you be like, you you address the man. I mean, you if a dude, address the man. Yeah, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, know. just in general, with like, like you wanting to like sexy it up, like you might want to do a plunge dress with the booty poking, you know. But mm. you with your man, like, but that's your way of having a hot girl summer. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot. I think. I think. I think men who are. Uh, Secure with themselves and you know mm-hmm. confident can handle being with a sexy woman. I, that's just my belief. Yeah. If you have all kind of insecurities and baggage, it ain't gonna it's, work. It's an issue. They they don't don't do it, ladies. <laughs> Make sure you go to counseling first. <laughs> he gonna need the counseling. If she gets up, she gonna be good. Mm-hmm. She gonna be like, oh, I'm still good in these streets. It's you. You problem. I'm good. But like, babe, I told you I'll be home at, you know, whatever, and I'll be, I'll see you when I'll I get there. I'll see you when I get there. Relax. Mm-hmm. Now, another hot thing popping up this summer, we were talking about a little earlier, is in New York, there's a hip-hop museum that is opening. Not, okay, so let's, so let's be specific. Okay, yes. What, in what? the Bronx. Oh. The okay, okay, the Boogie Down. Home of hip-hop. Home of hip-hop. Home of hip-hop. And all things. There will be a... Universal hip hop museum <laughs> being built, and this is major. Yeah. Right now, there's an exhibit, and no, none of us work for the museum, but you know, we're just very happy and proud that something is going to be this prominent in the Bronx besides Yankee Stadium <laughs> or Botanical Gardens or the Bronx. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you know, I think. There is, you know, discussions around, you know, hip hop and the the history of it. One and, and a generation gap, right? So we were having that mm. conversation about the generation gap and maybe not so much needing to bridge a gap, but respecting each generation, right? Like hip hop has changed and evolved in so many different forms and people speak to their stories and their experiences. And I like listen, I don't agree with every hip hop song. I don't like every hip hop artist, but every hip hop artist is just that's just it. Their art in their own way. And I know my sister was saying she she, she dropped some serious knowledge about <laughs> comparisons. To other museum when you walk in different rooms nothing is alike but it's yeah, all well. just amazing 
So drop, drop, drop those gems. Let me see if I can say this like how I said it before, because I said it real nice before. <laughs> yeah. um, lay it on us, sis. Lay it on y'all. I just think that mm-hmm. when you look at hip-hop, every single artist, it's, it's never the same. Like, hip-hop is like a collection of fingerprints where, like, no two artists can be compared to another. You, to another, you can't ever, ever, ever compare Tupac to Biggie. You could say you on one side or or another, but they're they're not the same. They're not like, the same. They just have a completely different body of work. They have a completely different flow. They talk about different things, and you they're great. And they're great me? within their own rights. And this is a listen, y'all already y'all know. If y'all know my voice, y'all know. But he's no Biggie, but and Biggie he, is no and, Tupac. And, and, and the only reason we ever compare them is because they was just so popping at the same time. Like, same we're, not, time. we're not comparing them because they got the same flow. We're not comparing yep. them because they got the same fan base. Like, there's nothing. You can't just, you can't make them the same at all. Like, they have their own unique fingerprint, and you could be a Biggie fan and a Tupac fan equally, or you could just, like, one over the other. It's mm. not the same, and that's how it is with every single artist in hip-hop. It's the only reason they beef is because they're out at the same time and they're competing for and that same to, and, spot. And, and one of the things we, we started to talk about, like, historically, like, if we take it all the way back, right, mm. you can't compare Rakim to Karis One. You can't compare Karis One to Big Daddy King. You can say, oh, they have different flows, or maybe, you know, you can put somebody in the same room and they could battle, but you can't compare them, everyone. It's so different, and it's, mm. it's just timeless. So when we have discussions about, you know, the generational, you know, eras of hip-hop, I think we do, you know, we may not like some people, but I do think we have to give people respect. So wait, so the and, museum and, that's and opening up... art. Yeah. So the museum that's opening up, is it... It's the history of hip hop, or is it including it's some including. of the new? It's including. I I believe it's gonna include. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't have the specs. We're not curators. You know, you know, we are not curators. <laughs> we just, you know, we follow them on Instagram, and it's just amazing that this is coming to you know. And I actually happened to go to one of the. There was a mm-hmm. campaign talking about you know the opening of the museum and, mm-hmm. and what they're gonna be bringing to the Bronx, which is really dope. And it just leads to conversation for the love of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was looking at, um, some people, you know, some people were talking about the new DJ Khaled song with Nas and Jay-Z. And I even have, a, I had a conversation about, uh, with it, um, with, uh, about the song with my, with my, with my boss. Uh, wow, at work? Well, listen, this is the beauty <laughs> of having Mm-hmm. people of color uh, you in go, your sis. circle, right? Yes, so yeah. I report to a black woman. We can connect in different ways. Not that we always connect, but we can connect in different ways. Yeah. And after our call, we had this dope discussion about hip-hop. Wow. And we had this dope discussion about the new song that came out. Mm-hmm. And I love it. She said she wasn't crazy about it. But I asked, I said, listen to it again. Listen to what they're saying. I'm an IT professional. Mm-hmm. Nas, and excuse me if I, I'm getting the lyrics wrong, but he said, <laughs> he said, you know, 
uh, he mixed Silicon Valley money with Henny money and made Fendi money. You know what that means to me? Like, black people, why don't y'all go ahead and get into that tech industry? Because there's we money. Need more, yeah. There's money in that tech industry, and we need more of us. And I just thought it was such a positive, positive, positive song. Like, listen, we there's room for all of us here. Mm-hmm. Don't look at what I'm doing. I made it the way I made it. But guess what? You can make it the way you're going to make it, and you right. can still get there. Mm-hmm. I love this song. I, I, you know, I don't even know if I've heard it. I think I heard it because I listened to the, the Kala Kala album like maybe once or on repeat or something. But I was feeling that song with Capleton and Boudreau. And yeah, he threw his arms up. I've been watching the video too, so sorry. I was distracted by the Jamaican side of the all-stars, you know. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear that song. I didn't hear it. But you know what? The, the, the thing I could definitely say about Kala is he's, he's in our era, right? Yeah. So... He mm-hmm. came up with the dance hall and Everything, he came yeah. up with, you know, that historical piece of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So he just, he made his, he made his damn mark to bring what he knows and what he came up with. Yeah. And the way he collabs with people is, I mean, I think it's unprecededened. Like, yeah. I don't I mean, think that's anybody like else does, like, does it like right. that, you know? So mm-hmm. kudos Kudos to kudos to Calvin. Yeah, Calvin, Calvin, I haven't. Plus, plus, I got a lot of respect. <laughs> I, 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 I got a lot of respect for him because he has been doing this shit since the ninth grade. Aww. I just want to say that. A lot of respect to you. All right. I, I, I haven't listened to the song like, and it's. I heard it in a salon, but I wasn't paying attention the way I need to. But I'm always a fan of Khaled. And the way he brings people together is always it's always effortless, it's always flawless and always it's always just dope. Like the energy is always crazy with Khaled. Always. Mm. And it's always positive. Like that's one thing I will say. And it's genuine. I I, I can I can actually he's always been like that, so genuine dude. Aww. Yeah. So hip hop hip-hop. I love hip-hop. Hip-hop changed the world. It, it, like, I could remember, <laughs> right, okay, so we're gonna skip some, some eras. I can remember when Apache came out with Gangsta Bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> I got in so much trouble because I was walking, I was in, I was in middle school. I was walking and the crossing guard, this is how our community policed mm. the children. Okay, the crossing guard saw me walking down the street with a headscarf on, singing, because I'm a gangster bitch, and called my mama, and I got in so much trouble. But you know what? The fact that uh, it kind of empowered me a little bit, right? It really did. You know, it empowered me to be like, listen, like, I'm not going to let nobody mess with me. Mm-hmm. Right, not in like I wasn't gonna go out and, and shoot people, right? But it did empower me. Yeah. Um, it may not have been the right choice of words, mm-hmm. but I just was on some. I was on some ish. Like, I, yeah, I'm, you not gonna. I mean, but truth me. be told, like you know, sometimes you need that energy in your adult life and your you corporate need, life. Listen, like, we, sometimes we you wake up and I you need gotta that energy in my corporate life, honey. I gotta go back. <laughs> I have to listen. To all my old school hip hop, mm-hmm. sometimes before a meeting, and be like, 
this is where I came from and this is where I am now. All right, right. bring it. And I bring it. It helps me, okay? It's Not like therapy. Music can hype you up. It could calm you down. Mm -hmm. It could, you know, get you ready to go into that boardroom or the boiler room or whatever, wherever you go into work, you know, and just to light it up. I be like, needing that word sometimes because mm. when people come in here and they don't want to trim, I got to look in the mirror and I got to be like, no, I'm a gangster bitch. I run this chair. Uh -huh. I run this chair. You getting a trim today, miss. So, you know, it's just... Like, it's for your betterment. It's for the healthiness of your hair. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give yourself that pep talk sometimes. You can't always call, you can't always phone a friend. Sometimes you gotta throw on some <laughs> throwback Eve before she got cute, you know? Like, right. Not because she was always cute, but, you know, before she got all prissy and when she was a rough rider. Oh, right, God. right. But you bring up a good point. Like, even whether it is the style or whatever they're doing for their hair, like... I mean, we're coming out of the pandemic kind of, sort of, you know, but even how has it been, like, even having people come up in your shop? Like, you'd well, be like, ooh, you coughing, you got to go. But you guys have good, like, security yeah. here. You'd be checking. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that because of the, the environment that I'm in, I'm a lot more comfortable, and I think it makes my clients more comfortable, too. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, you know, I have this sweet style set up where there's never... We just physically can't hold a certain amount of people here. So one cough and you out. Like, everybody mm -hmm. looking at you, like, you know, you got to figure <laughs> it out somewhere else, though. And we do a lot of cleaning and, you know, people yeah. The other thing is, too, when you are a licensed professional, you know, we already know how to control the spread of germs and diseases before COVID-19. Like, these are the things we need to know to get our licenses. So, mm-hmm. That's why it's important to go to a professional who has their license. Because that's the biggest thing in here. I could give you more in COVID mm -hmm. <laughs> from bouncing around from one person to the next. That's probably the, not, it's not the least of your worries. But yeah. there's so many other things that I could transfer to you by not being sanitary. Yeah. Stop going to them dirty salons, y'all. <laughs> Saying that something is like not it's wrong. That's the not standard. Right. I yeah. don't know where you're coming from. I'm not about to put my tools in your dirty hair and then put those same tools in somebody's hair who I just. No. Mm -hmm. We're not doing that. It's unsanitary. It's weird. And please just stop. <laughs> right. And that is a true. Uh, th that's a true. Uh, what, what? Like, what is it? Like, customer management, business management. Yeah. Entrepreneur is supposed to do. At which. You know, we can actually transition into that topic of being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, everybody <laughs> wants to be an entrepreneur. I get it. I get it. Um, you know, everyone that's on this podcast, we are all entrepreneurs, right? Mm -hmm. However, for me, I need my corporate salary. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, accustomed <laughs> to certain things. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm accustomed to certain things. I need my corporate salary. salary. And it's not easy. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think people jump into this entrepreneur thing like, okay, I'm just, I'm an entrepreneur, but how are you surviving? How are you going to the doctor? Uh, are you, are you part of the affordable health care system? I'm not, I hate to say Obamacare because it's mm -hmm. an affordable health care system. Are you part of that? And where are you getting your $500 a month from? Um, is your business generating that much money where you can mm -hmm. go to the doctor? Like, yeah, yeah, I gotta think about that, that kind of stuff when you you want some entrepreneur <laughs> or a, a lot of entrepreneurs they they're probably on Medicaid. 
Because they have nothing else. That could, that or could, unless they have a right. partner it, it that is helping. Right. That, could, that could be. I'm not saying you are. I'm just yeah, saying. we're not trying to send nobody to jail. No, I'm not doing it. But I'm just like, that. that's just that's just a factor, right? Mm. It's, just, it's just one of the many factors. Like, it's not that easy. It's That's the thing. It's not mm-hmm. easy. It comes with, you have to, so there's no blueprint. You can do whatever you want as an entrepreneur, and some it's almost like the gift and the curse. When you have that kind of freedom, you have to learn to be disciplined enough yeah. to organize yourself. There is no 401k. There are no PTO days. When I want to go on vacation, I got to make sure I still have money to pay my salon rent. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And when I when I need to go to the doctor, I got to figure that out. When you know, like I have to figure out life insurance and all of the things that a corporate situation would figure out for me. Like, what's that going to look like for me? And I have to discipline myself. I have to discipline my finances. A lot of people see hairstylists and they think, oh, yeah, she charged me this. I know she got it. I know what. No, all of that stuff that somebody does for you, we have to do it for ourselves. And we have to be disciplined enough to, one, get up and come to work every day. That's not always easy. Mm -hmm. And then take that money that we're making that looks like profit and reinvest it back into the business to make it, suitable and you know great fate for the clients and then we got to reinvest that money back into ourselves into our future into our children we have to do all of those things ourselves and it's it there's a you know the, the beautiful part of it is that you get to really create what your life is going to be you get to create mm-hmm. what your retirement looks like but you have on the flip side of it you have to work hard and be disciplined and organized and talk to the right people mm-hmm. and get those things done on your own and really be diligent about it it's a 24 hour job it i gotta really decide is. yeah i just had to cut out starbucks because i was like bro these five dollar coffees <laughs> not gonna cut it i told you i make the bomb coffee i don't know why you don't just stop at the house before you go to work I, I try anything. but you don't be up so uh, i'm getting I there get my own french fries <laughs> I but got my bustolo and my coconut milk and my, you know, chocolate. Trying to make me a mocha at home. It ain't the same, you know. It's not the same. It but I'm good. working on it. It's it not the same, good. but you can make it the same. You figure mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. But you got your little corporate side, too. <laughs> yeah. See, <I> <laughs> you got to hustle. to go to Puerto Rico and be comfortable, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and come back to a business. Without um, having any fans only. Well, <laughs> hey, man. So wait, break it down for the people. What is a PPE loan? Is that a... Well, I don't want to break down too much because I don't want nobody saying, oh, I heard on the back. No. Right, right, yes. Listen, yeah. if you look, if you Google, okay, Google. Y'all got to do your research. We just letting you know. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a pay loan that mm-hmm. the government w- was giving small businesses. Yeah, okay, So yeah. they can pay their employees. It is, depending on when you or, get a five. Or is, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. depending, is... So you can pay your employees. So what what it seems like people were doing mm. is creating a business 
really quickly so they can get the PPP loan. Mm -hmm. But then you don't have no actual documents backing you up. So people are getting loans. And and I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard out there. So you're getting this loan so you can Mm -hmm. make it. And you can, um, you know, survive because maybe you lost your job. But now they're starting to Mm -hmm. ask for documents. They mm-hmm. want your tax papers. They of want course. proof. They want those W-9s and those And you ain't got it. Mm-hmm. Unless you know Damn, somebody that I knows somebody. Mm-hmm. But listen, you know, listen, the government is the biggest gang in their world. So Shoot, if we learn and, nothing else from Donald Trump, there's a loophole for everything. So Yeah, but we... But we, we, but we you lied. Know. <laughs> <laughs> not period. Nah, come on, man. I want some black loopholes. I mean, yeah. we got to find it. We do need a lot. Hello, world. <laughs> Podcast. Mm-hmm. We need a black loophole. But, so, but, but let's be real. Yeah. So There's just levels. be careful. Look, mm-hmm. people, just be careful if you are out there and you've got it. Listen, find an accountant. You know, you know That's who right. I accountant. Go, go to uh, Equal. Equitax. Equitax. Um, the, that's a good uh, accountant. <laughs> this I is not know. financial advice, by the way. <laughs> Disclaimer. This is not. But listen, listen. Financial advice. <laughs> listen. Do you know who my favorite group of entrepreneurs is? Uh-uh. Entrepreneurs are the Harlem Boys. Hell no. Them. Um, the Earn Your Leisure guys. Oh, let me say it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to get <laughs> Oh, my gosh. What, what the heck? Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. No. Okay. Right. No. It's the teenagers. Like, okay. like the, regular teenagers? Yeah, regular teenagers. They, <laughs> not the ones that talk back. Right? Like, the ones that's like... Uh, okay, okay. Not the you ones little that's teenagers like, that's talking back. Listen. I got something. This is you. Fifi over. You hear me? Any so. child could get it. Wait. So, what I was saying is... Hold on. Ooh, yeah. We got a little black girl magic up in yes. there. <laughs> I think that... Now I got to. I got Casamigos. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they are the ones. Like, they are the ones to groom. Like, if these little girls are doing nails, they're charging $50, and, you know, they're making their little money on the side. Mm-hmm. We need to be the ones like me. I'm an entrepreneur who made the mistakes. Like, I made the financial okay. mistakes. We need to teach them how to not do that. Like, you already making and your money. Is this is what you can do. Like, you, just yeah. because 100%. you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, because they, they could, if I would have been um, more educated in my entrepreneurship, I was doing here at 11 years old. She I could have paid for hair, college. <laughs> yeah, I was doing right here. I could have paid and for college and Family, yeah, not had the debt way. that I came out of school with. Like, you know, I wasted mm-hmm. my time in school because... I ain't even that. But <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> you know, I think that they're a really bright group of people and I think we should really they're not you know, they they, they are an opportunity to be like groomed and really shaped into what a yeah. entrepreneur what entrepreneurship should look like. They had the opportunity to mess up. They had the opportunity to get it right and we gotta guide them and not just let them slip through the through the cracks. They they get into it, and it's and age doesn't stop you. No, age mm-hmm. doesn't stop you. I started my business at and what I don't know. <laughs> None of y'all business. I started my business. But they my you favorite know? group because they they so creative. What I just, what like, I will add yeah. to that. What I will add to that is, mm-hmm. 
listen, don't take away from their create creativity, mm-hmm. right? You add to it. Uh, it's it's hard as a parent. Always I, I get them. it, and I can I can give you my own example. I know how creative my child is, and I don't think I ever took away from her creativity because I know she has it. I just wanted her to be really like, yo, mm-hmm. you have to stay focused. It's all about focus, and you got to know what you're doing, right? Like, yeah. you can't just jump into this and not listen. That That's the other part. They are creative as hell, but we have to communicate and listen to each other. And you know what? My, my daughter, she got tired, and she started her own business. And... And see, you don't even know when they're watching you. Right. You, I did. You probably, I, I, I yeah. just, listen, because I got tired. I was like, man, I'm just, I need to just do what I need to do. But right. she was always watching. Yeah. She was always watching She's me. Watching. And she did it. She did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of her. I'm yeah. proud of her. Yeah. I'm going to punch her on her neck. <laughs> but I am proud of her. There will be uh-huh. no knees punching on my wife. <laughs> anyway. You know how the aunties be sticking up for the kids and the moms are like, I'm tired. Come and take this Come and child. Get it. But, there will be no knees punching. You know, but, but she did it. And she's she's understanding. Like, okay. And I'm, I'm watching her. And I'm helping her, right? Not I'm not taking over because I do have the tendency to take over. And I'm working on myself. Okay. My, we all are. My yes. siblings. And, you know, everybody can tell you. But, yeah, I'm working on myself. Um, but add to their creativity and just let them know you have to have a plan a through z there's no just there's not just a plan a and b there's a plan a through z and uh improper's hair is just wait till y'all see the picture of my hair okay i'm gonna show you uh, my hair the hairstylist is um magic why thank you your hair has to be happy too ladies that's a fact. Hair has to be happy. And happiness starts with I a trim. I have the right connection for the happy hair connection. Happy, that's my, healthy that's my hair. Job. Oh. But y'all can always pull out and get a trim. <laughs> I'll give it out trim those stuff up. Not for free. <laughs> because I got to pay my life insurance. And that's right. Now. We got kids mouth stuff in. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so take us, tell us a little bit. Obi, since you talked about like with Kiara and creativity, you just oh, oh, yeah, right. Right. Hey, look what they actually do a lot. Are we not supposed to do that? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, why we can't say her name? <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> question: Motherhood, right? Because I'm not where you at right now. My daughter is like um, losing her damn mind. <laughs> So, you know, you have, a, you have a creative daughter. What, like, what, what do you, what do you recommend? Like, what are your suggestions based off of, like, what has been your success and what has been your, I don't want to call it failures because I don't think mothers fail. I think, you know, we miss steps. We mm. miss that We have, we have opportunities. Let's not call them obstacles. Because okay. as long as we all here, we have the opportunity to get it right. Mm. Boy. This um, is... Wow. So, based on your opportunity moments with Kiara and her, you know, creative spirit, like, what what advice, do you, like, specific advice. Let's, like, okay, let's I, listen, listen. 
I will have to say I didn't always see the creative mm. side mm-hmm. of her. Okay, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I got called into school a lot, uh-huh. but the one thing that I always did, and what she saw, is that I always had her back. Right. You know, whether they whether, can see that. Yeah. At, whether at, at times she may have felt like I didn't have her back or not. If I'm in front of Someone or others, they knew that I had her back. But what I would do with her is just, I would be real. Mm. And from the jump, like, you are a black little girl that is going to go into a black woman. Our opportunities are different. Our opportunities are harder. Period. It doesn't matter how creative you are. It doesn't matter how educated you are. I needed, I needed to just be real with her, and I would just be like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be a failure, or do you want to mm. succeed, right? And and, and I, I'm a very blunt person, and, and I know it's hard. Like, everybody that knows me knows how blunt I can be, <laughs> right? And it's not with bad intention, though. Yeah. But those are the things that I had to tell her. Like, what do you want to be? Is that you have you have two options? You can be you can fail or you can succeed. And if you keep acting up, you you gonna fail. If you if you keep if you if you don't focus, it's mm-hmm. okay. It's 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 okay to fail and then learn from your failures. But if you're yeah. not learning from them, and right? And repeating. it's like a circle, and then you're putting up a block. It's just like. What else do you want? I can tell you one time she she acted up in school, and we were we still went to Florida for a Halloween party, and I still took her to Florida. <laughs> and you know what? We got to Florida. You know what? She was on damn. Put I I made her put on her costume. I said, "Girl, put on your costume." And she was on punishment at the Halloween party. <laughs> I said, "Wow, no." You took this girl she, out of state. I took her out of dressed state, dressed up, and then and sit she there. was pissed at me. <laughs> And and my two my two, two of my two of my best friends was like, oh, because no, she's on punishment. And I told everybody, this is why she's on punishment. And she was pissed at me. But you oh, know what? Yeah, she has. Guess what? She still had the opportunity mm-hmm. to go out of state, to go to Florida, to sit by the pool and have some sunshine. But guess what? But no get no fun. You can't have no goddamn fun. <laughs> you gonna have some You gonna have some sunshine. Vitamin D for y'all ass. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. You can only have some sunshine, but sit your ass right there and think about why you can't have no fun. Think about right? why you're only oh getting this because vitamin D. I wasn't I, I wasn't gonna leave her. Like like I'm not gonna go out of town and, and you're leave not gonna her. be punishing yourself by canceling oh, your trip. And why punish myself? I wanted to yeah. I have fun. <laughs> Okay, I was turning up at the Halloween party. What about your daughter? What she what she done did? What does um, your daughter do? My daughter, she is. Yeah, <laughs> she's a good daughter. She's really good. Oh, wait, Unless wait, she's wait. like me. Oh, it's sneaky. Oh no. No, I, my daughter, she's not a bad kid. Not, <laughs> I, I, let me uh, Lord have mercy. Edit this. Edit <laughs> no, no, no. We no, never we said she, say was, she bad. was bad. Oh, okay. You just you said know, she just only had sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> She was being for fun, just like Florida's fun, that's it. Uh, I mean, my daughter, she struggled in school, and I didn't know what to do, you know, like, you know, like you, I'm a single mom or whatever, you know, and, and 
I, and you know, we place so much, you know, emphasis on education and you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, and I didn't really know how to help when she's struggling in school and I'm workaholic, you know, so I'm here and there and I'm like, okay, well go to the teacher for help, you know, like let's get a tutor, you know, like let's get yeah. you a mentor, you know, let's like grandma can help you with your math and stuff like that. So, um, they don't, they're not the same when they get grandma. It, yeah. Yeah. Grandmas are different. Cause I was like, yeah, well, she was going to kill me, you know, to make right. sure I got my grades right. Hey, but, you, you know, go. here you go. Help her, <laughs> help her out, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I didn't have too many, like, you know, I mean, I had, sometimes I was at my wits end, like, like you're saying, like we're practically empty nesters or at least our, our, our daughters are like 20 somethings, you know? Mm-hmm. You gonna get there, sis. Don't worry. You will survive. What is it? What is, what is it? So what is? So so here's the thing, right? Yeah. Here's what I'm learning about my daughter. My daughter has always been just naturally bright, like from mm-hmm. a baby. She's just been so smart and just mm-hmm. ahead of herself, like just really mature. You know, like she's a quick learner. She mm-hmm. has the capabilities, but she's only in seventh grade, and I'm learning that already like school is not for her like mm. that's not her lane i can't tell her that because she's 12 and you can't drop out in the <laughs> seventh grade. So, unless you, you know, test out unless you you know because she may be she, bored she might but, she might be like, so, i don't I, think I, that i don't think that yeah. she's bored i think that is just not her thing i think she's not in an environment that is her thing right mm-hmm. like and what i keep trying to explain to her is like look i know there's there's different things for everybody, but what you don't want to do is limit yourself. Yeah. She's also in se- like seventh grade is not that far. Like you got a lot, a lot more to go. Yeah, it's not that you, far. T- so yeah. I'm trying to not ignore who she is. Mm-hmm. She's a creative. She's very smart, but she just has to want to do something. What and type of what type of school is she in? Is it a creative school? Because so you know the what schools, I was going to touch on. It's the yeah. environment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I just think that. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm even thinking about myself. At, at one point, I think it was, it might have been sixth grade for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I just was over it. Like, I was yeah. like, why do I got to do this? Yeah, I yeah. think if Jersey could drop out today, she would. Right. <laughs> she would <laughs> right. drop would out. She really? But, but, oh, but, yes. But, but, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she would. But it's the environment. Because yeah. not only is she going through that, my nephews are going through the same thing. And they go mm-hmm. to the same school. And they school. go to the same school. same school. So it is the environment that they're in. Because there is something in them. Like, they want to be, they want to learn. They want to be yeah. great. They want to be great, and they see greatness around them. See, yeah. But it's the environment. Yeah. So my thing is, is there's, <laughs> you're going to have to just switch your environment, right? And, yeah. and and I think that's the only way you're going to be able to tell. Because if the issue is, her, env- her, her edu- excuse me, let, let's also clear this up. The educational environment that yes, she's currently that's what in, I'm not thinking her of. home environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. the educational environment that she's currently in is toxic. Is toxic, and it's uh, creating this low stink ass person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. I gotta say, I don't know if the education though, but I think my daughter stink. Nah, well, I mean, <laughs> she's going through preteens anyway. I think yeah. she stinks, but she's re- she's but she, a loving well, little like right. she's a good kid. She's loving. Yeah. 
But she's thinks she, she got those things. Things She knows she but knows she's she just she's starting she to recognize like oh she I is can't trying be. to regulate. She's trying to she's regulate. Trying to regulate. Be like I can't be like that. Mm-hmm. I, okay, let, let, let but me like not back. everybody but, is so but smart. But we are also you. We also got to understand she she's it, it is puberty. She is hormonal. Hormonal. <laughs> she's going through all kind of craziness in her life. You know, it is seventh grade, twelve years old. I would not want to go back there. Mm-mm. It is a horrible age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think some grades right. are terrible. It's I mean, ter- it's terrible. I think they just really they just it's give terrible. no fucks like at yeah. all. They yeah, with the shits with whatever. <laughs> like I, sometimes I look in her eyes and I'm like, yo, she really like don't care. Like she ready for whatever. Uh-huh. Cause I'll say something, she just be like, uh huh, like. <laughs> and she and so. I can see to her soul <laughs> that she don't care. Mm-hmm. Like. She just don't care. And I just Listen, like, oh my God, this is cousin, only seventh grade. You're going to be, you got a lot of more years right. to go. Like, my cousin who is 23 be acting like her sometimes. But she's 23, <laughs> goddammit. She done, she, I mean, she be like, she be, she be, she be waving her hand. I'll be like, I will. Listen, before she quit, I just need my receipt. Bring me my uh, high school receipt that I did something here. <laughs> and then, you know, go about your business. She's mm-hmm. not gonna, first of all, she's not gonna quit. That's, she ain't got no choice. She ain't got no yeah, choice. Yeah, that's not an option. She ain't got, it's not yeah. an option for sure. Yeah. But I'm just looking at her like, yo, she really. But they she could to quit end. today. She really would. Like, I mean, I, I, was, I, I just feel like we've all been there. I feel like like I don't oh, know. Josh I, is I, different. I feel like we've all been there. Like I, I can really attest to when I was like in the sixth. In seventh grade, I was like, whatever, I'm going to the store. <laughs> I got in trouble. The security guard was chasing us like we was in Juice, the movie Juice. Lord. It was me, T. Blankety, blank, it blank, blank. Don't be hitting nobody. Me and my other friend. I'm just giving the initials. It was me, T, D, and R. She dry snitching. And he chased us because we was like, we out. We going to the store. We tired of this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we get there, we go. I mean, thank God she don't have that freedom, cause I probably no. would never see her until. <laughs> I mean, later night. My daughter tells me stories about where she was in junior high school. Even she had, I bought her her first Disney phone when it had the tracker. She still was sneaking out from, oh, from school, going to Dunkin' Donuts or the pizza shop. But I told her ass to come straight home. <laughs> See, at least I mean, uh, Kiara, you know where to find her. Like, Kiara's somewhere getting a bacon sandwich. <laughs> right. My she daughter's the same. She's at a bakery. I don't know what the hell my daughter's going to be doing. <laughs> I don't even know where to find her. I think I need to microchip her because she's too damn Yo, smart. Yo, she's going to start her own business and she's going to be, you know. She better be taking care of mm. me because she's she she Yeah, she's going to take care of you. Yeah. Uh, I told her, just put me in. When I get to a certain age, she can put me in a nice little group home with some fine-ass <laughs> men. So I can a little zaddy. And as long as she come, like, have brunch with me on Sundays, we good. I don't want to interrupt her, her life. Like, oh, live you are the nice I am putting an extra fun to the side. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm putting an elderly fun to the side. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not, you know... I don't know. I love you. Whatever. <laughs> Shit. You, you, I don't know. Lord willing, the sun come up or something. Yeah, we're going to come drop your food <laughs> up. Like, yeah. 
I'm going to be like a... Every damn Sunday, I got to bring this baby to hell. I'm going to be the old folks home picking potatoes like in the Proud family. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to be tight. You got to go to brunch every Sunday. Why am I here again? Like, why? I'm picking potatoes. Please help me. Get me out of here. But you know what? My nephew's going to come get me. They got me. They going to break you out. They ain't going to know what to do afterwards. They going to take care of me. I ain't got to work because I don't know about my nieces and that. She might be Oh, Jersey gonna be in damn Jamaica somewhere like I don't know. Like I ain't got no family, but <laughs> oh my god! I think so. That that's a good conversation because I think. Well, I know me and my sister. Uh, you know, right now, like we're like this sandwich, right? And you too, me. Yeah. Like we're this sandwich generation where we are taking care of our children, mm-hmm. and meaning you really don't have to do that much. For, I still like to help her out, put a little stuff around. No, you, you help her from. out, but she's yeah. not living with you. Who you no, know? My daughter. Oh, your daughter. Mm-hmm. So, your daughter's. We're going to be she's I think, so I, I don't be hearing no crazy stories about her. I'm going to find Korea. me a detective. I'm going to find me a detective. Yeah. I yeah, remember one least, time she was at, at she school. Pass overseas. Pass right. <laughs> at least she do her dirt overseas. We got to see it on the damn gram. Like, come on, girl. But wait, wait, wait. You know, that's the the sandwich. You know, like, we, we are all taking care of our parents. Like, two yeah. generations. Like, mm-hmm. our grandmothers and mothers. Right. And I, um, you know, it's tough sometimes. Yeah. It's tough because it's like, there's this thing where, like, if I'm, do, if I'm living my life, mm-hmm. so I feel guilty because I'm living my life. No. And, you know, like, so. Well, see, that's one of the. That's unfair. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the first episodes we did. We did the parental wealth. Okay. And it was on not just generational wealth, but on multi-generations. <laughs> you okay? You struggling? Yeah, Casamigos. <laughs> but yeah, the multi-generational wealth, you know, it's like we are in the middle. We are the working age for the working, you know, class or whatever. We have our parents who are retired. Who's going to help take care of them during retirement? Prayerfully, they have retirement funds or monies, but some of them don't. And then yeah. they're going to be relying on us. And then we still got our kids that we're raising, maybe putting through school. Maybe they go and do school on their own, but they still coming to us for help and for, you know, guidance and money and, you know, whatever. We're raising these kids. So, and then like you say, we're taking care of ourselves. We need our mental health days we need our vacations our sister time you know mm-hmm. you know so it's it's that we need wine. juggle it yeah we, we need casamico <laughs> you need honey Woo. Woo. yes lord child yeah. mm-hmm. well, this is, you know but this i feel like this right here is so great because just to just to have this circle to have uh, oh, discussions and open right and yeah. and other women and men will hear yeah. this and be like damn you know like i'm not the only one going through this that's right you know yeah. so uh i think that helps a lot especially with parenting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, and it doesn't end listen parenting doesn't end it my really mother don't. my mother still mothers me in a different way mm-hmm. um you know it so it does it just doesn't end yeah. Uh, but listen, shit, people, I'm a, yeah. We need each other, so mm-hmm. we need not to be out there acting crazy and shit with each other. Sometimes I be thinking <laughs> I just need myself, and I just need to go live on an island by myself. And y'all could come uh, visit. That would be so yeah, nice. She gonna call me <laughs> eventually. But you know what? I have to say, so I love oh. my little sister. 
right? Like, I love my I sister do, too. I do think the world of her, um, and I know that they think I'm. I know what they think of me. So what do we there. think of you? I know. I know what y'all think what? of me. They do. They think I'm bossy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I be running them. I used to run them when I when they was little, but and it was really hard for me to let go. Mm. It was. It so mm-hmm. it's. You know, it was hard for me to let go, but when when I let go and they, you know, butterfly and then whatever, whatever. I can fly. Look, what's the reading rainbow song? It, I can fly twice as high. I don't know that song, Michelle. <laughs> you don't know the reading rainbow song? I know it. Oh, the reading rainbow. It's in her book. It's sometimes. reading rainbow. Oh, okay. Reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. I was like, we're right, Gary. <laughs> You see, this is where it all goes wrong, because you be all right, and then you say shit like that. <laughs> wait, what? Like, wait, was that the same woman who was just talking <laughs> before? Like... That? Right. This is the disconnect. Let me tell you uh, what uh, I think gosh. about you, right? <laughs> I think you're smart as hell. But you, get, you, you know, you be going in the wrong direction. Fast. Literally. <laughs> And sometimes figuratively. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to give me oh, I'm not. I am business. not. But you. <laughs> I can't have everything. We know. Okay. But you are so wonderful. And you ladies both are so wonderful. And thank you both again. I mean, you know, we spend so much time in the salon. You know, we get to chit-chatting and talking and having a fun time. I mean, we cover a lot of topics, a lot of... And they're real. I mean, it's yeah. stuff that we we people come to your chair with real life issues and with whatever's going through their mind that day. Um, half the time we're in here working from home, but uh, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, well, speak, speak, speak for yourself. No, oh please. yes. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You know. We... Oh please, you didn't have some I mean, you working on your entrepreneurship, she you know, organization. Well. <laughs> But, you know, we will definitely be back, you know, just not just for the conversations, but for the skills, you know, getting our hair laid and, you know. You know, the salon is an experience for black women, <laughs> especially. It really it. is. And it's just, I think it's therapy, too. It is. I, I was just going to mm-hmm. say that. It's our therapy mm-hmm. session. Like, we could just let it be right. Like, if you could have a, a salon day a week and then a twerk session you be healthy I that's know. it no you gotta twerk some time and you to gotta go get your hair done that's right it. i used to go in the bathroom after when i worked at one of the uh places i worked <laughs> i used to go in the bathroom and just twerk dumb hard in the mirror <laughs> and then i'll come out feeling mad better like it's true really? shout, out, shout out to my girl niece she just she gets twerk classes we're gonna talk about that another time <laughs> but when i tell you twerking is therapy therapy y'all nice i mean i need a little bit of physical therapy after twerking because my back be hurt and i don't know if i was doing it wrong or what y'all but i was like oh i think i twerked something in my back (laughs) well shout out to giuseppe at synergy therapy because he is the dopest physical therapist that i have ever had he put hands on you he's great nice oh yes i need me a new masseuse my last one got a little too handsy, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm looking, I'm in the market for a new message. That's a, a, a salon <laughs> talk right there. That's after hours, that, y'all. That's when the mic goes off. Oh, that conversation off, off the 
record. <laughs> that's right. So, you know. Good night. You, that's right. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Improper Mimi. You know, where we talk about, you know, empowering women at home, work, and play. And, uh, you know, you got to have your hair right when you want to go out and play for your warm, tempted, hot girl summer. You know, 2021 coming up. Mm-hmm. <laughs>